They're put in the foster care system, but the foster care system lets them bring a fire extinguisher with them? Well, I mean, it's like they're... It's, it's an emotional support fire extinguisher. <laughs> so there's a little vest for it and everything they got on eBay. Hey there, story fans. Welcome to Almost Plausible, the podcast where we take ordinary objects and turn them into movies. Joining me on the show are Emily. Hey, guys. And F. Paul Shepard. Happy to be here. Our object this week is fire extinguisher. And before we come up with a movie plot for a fire extinguisher, we'll need to hear some pitches. I'll pitch first this week. My first idea is pretty simple. A firefighter who is also a pyromaniac. Backdraft. Backdraft, yeah. Right. Yeah, (laughs) it's a pretty done idea. So that's why I only wrote the one sentence. My second idea, and perhaps the more serious one, an animated film about an animal in a junkyard that wants to fly to the moon and is building a rocket. It has everything it needs except for a propulsion device. It eventually finds and uses a fire extinguisher. Now, is the fire extinguisher used or is it a charged, discarded fire extinguisher? It would have to be charged. So the outer space scene in WALL-E where he uses a fire extinguisher like a rocket. Yeah. Except if you've actually used a fire extinguisher, they don't spray for very long. They spray for a few seconds. So it's more like a bottle rocket. I believe it's around 30 to 60 seconds, depending on the size of the... 60 seconds? What fire extinguishers are you... Okay. One of the big industrial ones that they have in like apartment complexes that are as big as an eight-year-old child. Yeah. Sure. Does remind Shep, what do you have for us? So I wasn't thinking like a fire extinguisher canister. I was thinking like a, a fire extinguishing system. Okay. Like a fire suppressant system. Yeah. So yeah. imagine works. a hacker is trapped on a, a, some floor in a high rise office building where a fire is spreading and Ooh. they have to manipulate the fire suppression systems to extinguish the fire before it reaches their floor. Because if they're caught in the server room where they are, when the extinguisher activates, they'll die because it's one it's of the like ones that, system. Yes. Right. So there's a time pressure. That's kind of cool. And then do they do they hack in and activate the sprinkler system and then <laughs> come out and say, pool on the roof has a leak? Yes, that's it exactly. Because that's how that works. <laughs> and the other one is someone is caught in an activated fire extinguisher and it doesn't kill them, but it extinguishes their inner spark. Ooh. So kind of metaphorical. And you can combine these two. You could have someone who's walking around like a zombie and has no zest for life and then have flashbacks to them trying and failing to stop the fire system from activating the room they're in. All right. I also have a sort of animated one. Um, I thought it would be a half animated. So it's like a Roger Rabbit sort of thing? Yeah, Roger Rabbit style. A poor child turns a discarded fire extinguisher into an imaginary friend, and it helps this child overcome a traumatic event, something like family. Is it a traumatic event of house fire? Right. (laughs) Could be. It could be. A family member dying, or they're put in the foster care system. I don't know, something nice and cheerful like that. They're put in the foster care system, but the foster care system lets them bring a fire extinguisher with them? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like they're... It's it's an emotional support fire extinguisher. (laughs) So there's a little vest for it and everything they got on eBay. I imagine that um, it's animated when he's talking to it. He sees a fully animated and alive creature, whereas everybody else just sees an inanimate fire extinguisher. So is it fully animated or does it just have an animated face on it? Because Mm. making an animated face on a real fire extinguisher would be easy to do, easier to do. Sure. Oh, 
The fire extinguisher is voiced by H. John Benjamin. Yes. Yep. And he makes a couple of Bob's Burgers slash Archer jokes. Why those and not Dr. Katz? Because I imagine the kid that went through this tragedy is going to <laughs> oh, psychiatrist. That's really good. You know, it would be good if he was Coach from home videos <laughs> trying to help him get through everything because Coach had some great words there. All right. Uh, so my second and final pitch is fire extinguishers are readily available almost everywhere. They're just laying around in public all the time. Making them the perfect murder weapon for a serial killer. In this week's serial killer installment, we follow a man as he goes on a killing spree throughout the city using fire extinguishers. So we're seeing it from the killer's perspective. Uh-huh. You might even say he extinguishes lives yes. all over the city. Uh, I mean, we wouldn't say that. You would say that. I just did. And I imagine there are scenes where he beats them over the head to murder sure. them. And then scenes where he sticks the hose in their mouth and just... Yeah. That's two. Now do eight more. You get one of those CO2 fire extinguishers and he freezes someone. Yeah. There's number three. <laughs> like Mr. Freeze. I mean, he could... Chill out. He could just alternate between the two. It's still obvious that it's the same killer. Gotta be more ways to murder people with fire extinguishers. Oh, I'm sure there's lots of other ways. I choke him with the hose. Yeah. There you yeah. go. All right, which one of these is jumping out at us? The animated animal. I imagine he's a raccoon, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. Or like a bear. Or he's got a friend who's a bear. I think yeah. he should be a raccoon. He has to be a raccoon. And he's got a friend who's a bear. Uh, his friend who's a bear that gets him started on astronomy because of Ursa Major. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. But he's like bragging about it. Yeah. yeah, he's telling him the story. So the raccoon wants to go and put a raccoon on the moon. Raccoon? On the moon. That's the title. Well, thanks for listening to Almost Possible. Yeah, we're been. done. What a good night. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's his goal. He's going to go to the moon. He's going to carve a raccoon in the moon because he's jealous that there are two bears in the sky and no raccoons. Right. I'm on. I'm on board. Is there a love interest raccoonette? Are we making children's movies with <laughs> with love interest? Is it a child child's rom com? Like I know that I am always turning everything into a romance movie because that's what I like. But I'm a million years old. I was gonna say all of the cartoons I remember watching as a child, with the exception of a handful, involve some sort of love story because I was programmed to believe that love was real and I would have a partner one day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no love interest. We got that. I mean, you could have a love interest. He could be doing it to also impress her. Like, she's not into him. Or she could be like, hey, don't do that. You have stuff here on Earth. Oh, yeah. Right, because ultimately, this can't work. Right. The fire extinguisher's not going to get him to the moon. Right. Is this like Chicken Run, where it's building up to a flight attempt? Yeah. Yeah. So there have to be failed attempts. Mm -hmm. He tries... Um, he tries a catapult. Tries catapult. Classic. Well, obviously, he starts with a pile to create a ladder or step oh, yeah. system. That's the initial attempt. All right. So I'm a little bit concerned that this is an awful lot like the 2020 film Over the Moon, where she attempts to build a rocket out of junk. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't realize this has been. I guess <laughs> all ideas have been done. But uh, right. But she's not a raccoon. No. And she does make it to space or something. I don't remember. It's been two years since I watched it. Is this the Chinese one? Yeah. Where she goes and meets the goddess on the moon? Yes. Um, no, it's different enough because that one okay. has to do with like her mom dying right, and the lunar right. festival and bringing back the sort of like 
it's it's different. We're we're talking about a trash panda trying to gain glory and fame. Right. <laughs> and this this all has to do with family and acceptance and I say we go with whatever we're going with, and then if we find out it's already a movie, then um, <laughs> we make our apologies later. I say we make the children's book first, and then have it adapted into a movie. Yeah, that's basically how Hollywood works now. So. Right, right. I'm serious about making a children's novel. We Raccoon should make the, the children's moon. book, Raccoon on the Moon. So let's skip this one and pick a different <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Or we make the children's novel in this one, and then say, okay, and then the movie version is the adaptation of that. Okay, yeah. let's do that. I mean, the original premise of this show was that we were not going to be only doing movies, that we could also do other forms of media. So we could just do that for this episode. Let's do it. Let's take everyday objects and turn them into things. Hey there, story fans. Welcome to Almost Plausible, <laughs> the podcast where we take ordinary objects and turn them into children's books. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I'm on board. <laughs> that makes my serial killer pitch <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> He just is a guy who really loves breakfast. He's just eating all that cereal. Killing it. Killing, Killing it. it. All right. Raccoon on the moon. His name is. Well, it can't be Rocket, can it? Can't be Rocket. Can't be Ricky. Let's come up with a non alliterative raccoon name and not Steve. Damn it. <laughs> Does he need a name? Can we just because it's a children's book. We could just call him. I mean, raccoon. It could just be yeah, raccoon and bear and. What about the goat raccoon? You can't call her raccoon. Yeah. Her name is June. <laughs> How about Edward? I think Edward the raccoon is a fine distinguished name. So we're not doing names that rhyme with moon. Calhoun? Calhoun. Boone? Brigadoon? His name is Dune, and the book is also called Dune, and the movie <laughs> also called Dune. It's a very spicy children's book. Yes. I mean, I like if we just call them by what they are. Mm-hmm. But we don't need the, the love interest can come in the adaptation for the film. Oh, that's true. She doesn't need to be in this one because it's a kids book and kids books don't get love interests. Right. Only movies. The love interest is there for the adults who have to sit through the kids movie. That's true. So, well, what's the story in the because I was thinking the story is you have stuff here on Earth. Stop dreaming of the moon. Right. And start living your life here instead of planning for this unattainable future. He meets her at the end. Right. As you say, this is going to be a real deep cut, but there's a golden book called Home for a Bunny. Oh, I know that one. And he goes to all these different places looking for a place to live. And in the end, he meets a lady bunny and finds his home. And so, yeah, that was what I was thinking was we never find out what she's called because he just meets her at the end. He just sees her. and It's like, oh, yeah, there are things here for me that wouldn't be on the moon. So does he go around and steal things? He's got his little bandit yeah. mask on. He should want to have a pizza party. That's another reference that kids will understand. So this is a children's book encouraging stealing. Am I understanding this so far? Yes. I thought that he lived in a junkyard. He doesn't need to steal anything. Everything's That's provided okay, for him. He jumps around pile to pile. He's reusing and recycling and repurposing stuff. There you go. He's yeah. very green. So what is his cockpit made out of? Is it an enclosed space or is it just like an easy chair with a fire extinguisher strapped to the... Yeah, and like a pair of skis. Yes. <laughs> What if while he's building it, he starts out with something like that? You know, after he's tried the tower and it falls. Right. So he's, he's got balloons tied to a lawn chair. Right. I don't know where he's getting balloons from. <laughs> don't think about it. It's a junkyard. It has everything. So he tries the tower. It's the moon's too far. He tries the right. catapult. It doesn't throw him up far enough. He tries the balloons. Why don't the balloons work? Uh, because the wind blows him in the wrong direction. He can't control it. Yeah. 
the moon is like not perfectly straight up. It's kind of off. Ah, uh, that's great. Towards the horizon. So he's like, I'm picturing him on the chair, like reaching out for the moon, trying right. to grab it. But it's he's going the wrong way. It's very cute. I think the junkyard dog should because he's been inside. He knows people. He's seen TV. Mm, mm. He can be like, none of this is going to work. The moon doesn't have any air. <laughs> I'm picturing the junkyard dog as being educated and refined. Not how you normally picture a junkyard right, dog, right, right. but normally he's wearing glasses and reading the newspaper. Yes. He's like, well, it's not going to work. You have to be enclosed. It's cold in outer space. It's cold in outer space. So he gets a jacket. It's, yeah. it's you know, there's no air. So he finds a fish tank to put over his head. Yeah. I feel like each iteration of his spacecraft we meet another creature who's helped him come up with that idea. Yes. So bear has an idea. Fox has an idea. Owl has an idea. Like they all have different ideas. Ah, that's great. Why does he want to go to the moon? Cause he's lonely. Yeah. There aren't any other raccoons. And if right. he puts a raccoon on the moon, he'll be famous. People will know who he is and they'll want to be his friend. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. This is so adorable. The treasure is the friends he made along the way. <laughs> I mean, this is the one time it works. Yeah. And also the lady raccoon he meets at the end who's got bedroom right. eyes. Mm -hmm. Does she have? Oh, yeah. OK. <laughs> the last page, you print it so that the right hand page is where he sees the lady raccoon. You flip it. And it's the last page, the left hand page. You're in her little. What the fuck do raccoons live in? Dens, Warrens, whatever. Yeah. They live in. High rise condos. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But there's like a little picture of a moon and there's like little stars and stuff like that because she likes space. Yeah. Oh. What an amazing coincidence. Or maybe they've decorated it together. It's whatever you want it to be. So I like it if they're it both in there, because then it's not right. sure. Is this how her place always was? Or did they decorate it because they moved in together? Leave it ambiguous. Leave it yeah. open-ended yeah. children's book. <laughs> that, uh, it has multiple interpretations. Yeah. Get them started thinking early. This is right. <laughs> well, I think we got it. That's what I mean. So how does the fire extinguisher play into this? How is it the critical piece? It's the last piece. It's the final right. piece. Yeah, the dog or whoever. Is the one who says you need a rocket. You need something that's going to shoot you up into space. Right. And so they look around and they find the fire extinguisher. Is that the one that works the best? It gets him the furthest? Yeah, he tests it and it propels him far enough. So he can't use the, if he uses up the fire extinguisher. So I say the final attempt is the easy chair on skis mm -hmm. and the extinguisher goes on the up back. a big ramp. Yes, it goes on a ramp. It goes down a thing and then up a ramp to fly into the air. And it uses the extinguisher on the back like a rocket to propel it forward. Mm -hmm. So down and then up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the final attempt. Maybe he's got wings on it at that point as well. Mm. And then does he have a little parachute so he can glide back down and not die? Yeah, let's teach some safety. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, his plan all along has been, because again, they're animals, they don't understand how it works. His plan is he's just going to jump off of the moon to come back to Earth. And so he'll need a parachute. So he, <laughs> from the beginning, he knows he needs a parachute. So each failure, he has to redeploy the parachute and float back down. Yep. yep. So what is his plan once he gets there? Is he going to plant a flag? Is he going to do some exploration? Is he going to write a note on the moon or carve a raccoon face on it? I like the flag one. If you just have a cute raccoon flag. It's a little it could just be a black and white striped flag. <laughs> could be the little like raccoon bandit mask thing on just like a white field. I like that it's just the child's drawing of a raccoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. He's in a junkyard. Oh, maybe that's how he gets the idea of like, I, I can... He reads a book called Raccoon on the Moon. and <laughs> It's very self-referential. So how does he get the idea? I thought that he talked to Bear. 
Yeah, he's sitting down talking to Bear. Okay. How does that connect with him being lonely or malcontent with the way things are? Maybe they're in the junkyard and Raccoon is like, hey, Bear, there are no other bears around here. And you always seem pretty happy. Aren't you lonely? Oh, yeah, maybe he's like, do you ever wish there were other bears? And he's like, there are other bears. Yeah. And then he tells him the Ursa Major constellation. They're always with me. Oh, that's cute. And then he says, where are the raccoons? He's like, oh, I don't think there are any. Yeah. That sounds good to me. That works. So I think there definitely needs to be a scene in our book where they've like done a few different attempts and then they stop and have lunch. Ooh. And so you see them all like having a little picnic lunch. I like that because then you can get back to like a teddy bear picnic or. I can see all of this. Don't explain anything about where they're getting all of this food, but they just have this board of, you know. They have their own charcuterie. Well, I imagine the story begins with uh, Raccoon and Bear looking through the garbage bags for food. Yeah. This is their friendship. It's not, they're not really good friends. Like they never talk about what they're doing. You just see that they're like pulling food out and putting it in a basket or something like Mm. that. A a grocery basket. Yeah. 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 So you can you see what they're doing. And so later when they're eating their whole little picnic and having a grand old time, it should be right before the rocket launch too. like they have this big picnic and then it's, it's the going away party. Right. Exactly. The launch party. The launch party. Hey. The animals come together and throw it for him. Right. Because you can't go to the moon on an empty stomach. And that's one of the lines. Well, why not? It's full of cheese. Is that not? <laughs> and the, the junkyard dog is just shaking his head. He's like. So he has a, like a little lunch sack and all of his stuff, his jacket and his fishbowl helmet, and yeah. his parachute and a little baggy lunch. Yeah. So these are all things that you can see flying off of him as he's tumbling back down. Right. So is the flag attached to the outside of the rocket and then the plan is to take it off and leave it on the moon? Yes. And it should land right onto his head. Leaf on the wind. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so do all the animals come together to help him build the ramp? Yeah, because I think he's been collecting friends as he's been collecting items. And so, yeah, they're all helping him get to it. Oh, maybe the first time is without the fire extinguisher. Like they push him off the edge and he goes down the big ramp and he comes up to the end and then just sort of plops off. Yeah, I figure only the last attempt has the fire extinguisher. Right, right. And that's when Dog comes and is like, well, you, you need a rocket. You need something to shoot you up into space. All right, well, this seems like a good time to take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue with our story about a fire extinguisher. All right, we're back. So what are the animals that help them? Fox and owl, bear. I'm trying to think of like other typical nocturnal creatures. Right. Maybe is there like a mouse or a vole or something? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we got to have a mouse. Would it be a mouse or would it be a rat? This is a junkyard. Junkyard rat. So the bear gives him the idea. The dog. The dog suggests the fire extinguisher. That's the end, though. Yes. Yeah. So maybe the fox is like, the moon's only out at night. It's cold at night. And the mouse. The rat. The rat. The rat. The rat. Um, gives him the idea about breathing. Okay. I mean, that rats are smart. So that track. Yeah. Okay, so Fox has a fur coat on, Mm. so that's why he knows about that. Why does Rat know about breathing? Because he was a lab rat. He he was raised by scientists. And now he lives in a rosebush? 
<laughs> I'm just picturing him with a little lab coat on and you never explain it. <laughs> that would be really cute. I like that. Okay. Works for me. So Owl has to give him some idea about flight. The wings. He has to right. give yeah. me an yeah, idea wings. about the wings. Exactly. I use my wings to give me height and help with direction. So which animal could give him an idea about the balloon? Mm. Or is that his own idea? That's the first idea that doesn't work. I thought the first idea that doesn't work is, is just piling up a bunch Pile. of stuff. I think the oh, first right, idea right. that work, doesn't work is just piling things up. And that's Raccoon's own idea. Yeah. He just thinks okay. of that on his... Because that's how he gets into the dumpster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's how he reaches things. Yeah. He knows that works. Yeah. So who would give him an idea about a balloon? We already have one bird. Is there like a gecko or something? A nocturnal lizard? Uh, maybe a frog or a toad? Ah, that's really yes, good. Yes, a toad. Oh, that's perfect. Because he inflates to go up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So good. <laughs> so what order does that happen in? So Bear gives him the idea. Raccoon first tries to pile things up. So then he meets Toad with about the balloons. Do we want to just do the balloons or did we want to do the catapult in between? Well, he meets Kangaroo who tells him to jump. And no. <laughs> does he try the balloons? I see. The thing is, like, if he goes up and it's windy... He might reasonably be cold. Yeah. So maybe Fox comes along. He sees the tower. He's like, what are you guys doing? And so they explain it. And he's like, oh, well, you're going to need to wear a coat because it's cold up there. And so he's like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Is that an attempt there, though? Well, because we had talked about there being like a catapult attempt. Oh, right. Or right, like right. a slingshot even. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those. So actually, that could be Bear's contribution. So, like, them talking gives Raccoon the idea to do it. Mm. Raccoon says, oh, I'll just pile stuff up. And that doesn't work. And so then Bear has an idea. Yeah, then Bear comes back and is like, what are you doing? I'm going to go to the moon. So what idea does Bear give him? The slingshot slash catapult trebuchet. I feel like slingshot is more realistic for a raccoon to build using junk. Yeah, because Bear knows about slingshots because the junkyard owner's kid shoots him with rocks all the time. Or Bear uses a slingshot to get beehives out oh. of trees. <laughs> also that. He has one tucked in his back pocket. Yeah. Yes. Does Bear wear overalls? Absolutely. So he teaches him about the slingshot and they build that. Wait, when does Fox give him the jacket? I think maybe Fox should come along after the slingshot. So it's just Raccoon on his own making the pile, then Raccoon and Bear making the slingshot. Then Fox comes along and is like, what are you doing? And he explains and he's like, oh, well, don't forget the moon's only out at night. It's always cold at night. So you're going to need a jacket. OK, but what is his attempt at that point? Because he tried to pile things up and he tried the slingshot. The Nexus balloon, which is Toad. Actually, it should be before the slingshot because Bear is already there. OK. Mm, and so Fox sees the big pile of stuff or maybe he hears a big crash mm. when or just I just comes along and he sees like, what are you guys up to? And so maybe they're building the slingshot or something like that. And then he sees, I don't know. It's got to be before the slingshot, though. Right. They haven't used it yet, but he sees they're building it. I think that he sees the tower of stuff okay. that they built up. And so he goes, hey, what is this tower that has appeared? Right. And then he says it's cold on the moon because it's night. So take a jacket with you. And he does. Tower fails. Yeah. Then Bear suggests the slingshot, which fails. Works a little bit better. Each thing works a little bit better. Right. Right. But consistently fails. The toad suggests the balloons. The rat in a lab coat suggests the fishbowl. And the owl suggests wings. This is one attempt. Yeah. I think at this point, he's gotten like a chair. 
Oh, no, because the chair is used with the balloons, right? Initially, yeah. So then the next attempt would be Owl saying, oh, I just use my wings. So that's when they build the ramp and they have the chair with the wings attached to it. And so they're going to go flying off, but that doesn't work. And then that's when Dog shows up and talks to them about the fire extinguisher. Yeah. We just have to figure out how Rat gets involved. Like, why does he suggest the fishbowl? Does he come along with... (laughs) So Owl has caught a rat. And... uh... (laughs) Oh my god. That's where Rat comes from. I think that's great, especially if you just see Owl holding the rat in his mouth when he first flies up. But then later, when they're having the launch party... They're each eating from the tray of stuff and the rat and the owl are like eating together. They're just friends now. Right. I like that. So, I mean, it doesn't even need to be a rat, a rat in a lab coat. It could even be a mouse. He could just say, it's hard to breathe up there. Yes. This all works. Yeah. Where does the parachute come from? Well, when he falls the first time from the tower, he gets a little hurt and he's like, oh, that's kind of high. I was going to say maybe Dog could be their answer to a bunch of these things. I like the idea of them getting a little bit stumped and Dog being like, <sighs> I See, I like if Dog is there every time yeah. saying this won't work because whatever. And then the other animal comes with, up with what they think is the solution. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So Raccoon Bear and Dog are all friends. They're all just hanging out to begin with. Yeah. And... He has astronomical stuff related to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both the dog and the bear have that and raccoon doesn't. So it adds more in that first conversation. Yeah. 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 Does dog get two contributions then? He has the early one where he suggests a parachute. Does dog suggest the parachute or did you want to have another animal for that? Because I like the idea that dog isn't giving any suggestions until the very mm. end. Yeah. Because he just keeps saying, this is not going to work because this. This is not going to work because that. And then at the very end, he's like, okay, fine. Here's what you need. I do like the idea of maybe after he falls, the cat comes up and is like, that's a pretty steep fall there. Yeah, you got to spread yourself out to catch the air. And he's like, well, I can't spread myself out. It's like, well, then you need something. He's like, I'm a hairy bowling ball. What do you want? <laughs> they find an old sheet. Yep. Yeah, sure. So then Cat comes after the, yeah. Yeah, so Cat's one of the earlier ones. That would be after the fox. Yeah. Uh, okay, put it after the slingshot. Cat comes after the slingshot. So the tower, he mm-hmm. doesn't fall off the tower. He just can't reach the moon. Oh, he just can't reach so the moon. And so he climbs back down. Okay. Yes. So the slingshot is the first time where he falls. Yeah. And maybe he lands near where Cat is and startles Cat. And he's like, what the heck? And so then they come back. And so Raccoon's like, Cat has a great idea. Yep. Yeah, because then he has the parachute for when he's in the balloons. And they and then he can just jump out of the chair. Oh, so they need a second chair because that chair just floats away. Right. Because he jumps out of the uh, chair. So this is the lawn chair. That's a lawn chair. And then the other one's like a lazy boy. So Bear and Dog and Raccoon are hanging out. And Bear talks about his constellations. Dog talks about his star. And Raccoon's like, well, what about... What about my needs? (laughs) And decides to go to the moon. Raccoon on the moon. He builds a big tower. Fox comes by, attracted by the tower, and is like, oh, you need a jacket. It's cold. But as high as Raccoon builds the tower, he still can't reach the moon. Bear suggests the slingshot, because he has that slingshot. And they build a big giant slingshot, and he fails. He falls down, lands near Cat. 
Cat suggests the parachute, comes back, Toad's there, who suggests the balloons. They attach balloons to a lawn chair. He rides it up, and the wind blows him the wrong way, away from the moon. So he jumps off and uses the parachute. Back at the junkyard, Owl flies up with a rat in his mouth and says, you need wings. And Rat's like, it's hard to breathe up there, so you need something to hold air. And that's where they attach wings to the lounge chair and put that on a big ramp. And Raccoon now wears a fishbowl on his head. Does he try this and it fails? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. he gets one attempt before the propeller. Propeller? Propellant, sorry. Ah, I, I thought I missed a step. I'm like, no, 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 no. who suggested? Octopus suggested the propeller. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Octopus at the... Oh, it's one of the tree-dwelling Northwestern. The yeah. Northwest. Yeah. He's just like in a puddle. Yes. So Owl suggests wings on the lounge chair and the ramp and rats his fishbowl and they try that. And he just comes down and then falls immediately. And Dog, Dog has been saying that this won't work, this won't work, this won't work the whole time. This, and the, he's like, this won't work. You won't go fast enough. And they're like, okay, you come up with a suggestion. And he's like, okay, here's the fire extinguisher. They attach that to the back of the chair with the wings. And they do it again. And he gets a little bit further and lands near Girl Raccoon. End of book. Yeah. Am I understanding it correctly? Oh, I missed the launch party. Well, yeah, there's a oh, launch right. party. So that comes after the suggestion of fire extinguisher, but before the use of the fire yes. extinguisher. Yes. Okay. Because they're convinced this yep. is going to work. Dog has said every time it won't work, and he's been correct. He said this is the solution, so they just assume that that's going to work. Right. Do they get into the existential nature of why are you doing this, raccoon? I mean, I think that gets established at the very beginning, okay. doesn't it? Yeah. So... It gets established at the very beginning, and then at the end, he says goodbye to all of his friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, because he doesn't realize he made the friendship, because he's <laughs> got his eye on the moon. He's too focused. Yeah, his eyes is on the prize. He's got ADHD, and this is his hyper-focus moment. Is there a little scene where, at lunch, he's, like, washing the food before he eats it? Of course. <laughs> and then the cotton candy disappears, and he's just oh, so confused. It's a tragedy. It's like the saddest little video clip. Like, oh, that poor raccoon is just so like, where did it go? I haven't seen this yet. Oh, you haven't? Oh. Oh. Well, it'll be in the show notes. Okay. (laughs) I'll find it. So crushing. This poor raccoon. Oh. He just wanted some cotton candy. It's adorable and sad. (laughs) Yep. At the very end, does he land near the girl raccoon or. Does he come back and have a conversation with his friends and then she shows up somehow? She comes parachuting in. (laughs) I've just come from the moon. Yes. (laughs) She was the raccoon on the moon the whole time. The book was really about her. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I think that he should come back and have a conversation with his friends, most of whom have not heard what his goal in this is. Mm, Yeah. Right. Most of them are like, we're just helping him a raccoon get to the moon like that's all they know they don't know why he wants to go to the moon does maybe like mouse or fox say you know when he says i thought for sure this time it would work does one of them be like why do you want to go to the moon somehow that conversation from the beginning of him feeling like he's missing something Mm -hmm. has to be brought up again we should definitely be dejected of because this was the time that was supposed to work 
and maybe dog because dog's kind of the wise. I mean, he's perhaps the most knowledgeable of how people do things, but I don't think he's necessarily any smarter than the other characters. He just knows things that they don't know because he's been exposed to television or something. Okay. So he comes back and he gives up. He says, forget it. Right. That didn't work. No, none of them have another idea. Right. No other animals show up. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. We tried everything. And so someone says, maybe Bear is the one who brings it up again. <laughs> what? By the time he gets back, Rat is just missing and then no one <laughs> says why. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like the idea that Bear is the one who brings it back up and says, you know, he basically has his little one sentence thing about, oh, I'm sorry that this is going to be the way things are. And then all the other animals are like, wait, what? We're we're all your friends, aren't we? Like, and that's when he realizes he realizes that. But that's only half of what he's interested in, because the original thing was bear always has a companion. Dog always has a companion. So he says something about, oh, I'm really happy. I have a bunch of friends, but none of you guys are raccoons. I want a raccoon friend or something like that. And then how does she show up? Dog just puts on a raccoon mask. (laughs) (laughs) lipstick in a red dress (laughs) yeah so lady raccoon shows up with a suitcase she's new in town (laughs) (laughs) she's gay she has aids (laughs) and she's new in town why do we need a girl raccoon anymore maybe we don't need the girl raccoon anymore yeah we were just trying to hammer that in because i had suggested there be a romance (laughs) if it was going to be a movie and we can leave that up to whoever options this book. Right. If it's in a movie, yes, definitely add the girl character. But if it's just the kid's book. So it's just about him getting the friends then. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or realizing that he has these friends. Yeah. I think that works. Do they talk about how he has friends now or does he not even realize it? At the end? end? At the end. Why would they not talk about we it? We need to talk about the, that he has friends because it's sort of the point and they, they, they are children. Right. It's a kid's book. You kind of have to spell it out. Just a little bit. I say don't spell it out. I say he continues to plan his next thing to make friends and all of his friends are there going, okay, we'll help you. Yeah. I do also like that idea. Maybe he picks a different project instead of going to the moon. Yeah. Well, I didn't make it to the moon, but I could be a chef. And he pulls out some (laughs) knives and a spatula and a chef set. That would be very funny. Puts on a little blue chef's hat and... So the sequel book would be Raccoon in a Restaurant. Yeah. So going back to the whole last page, there's no text. It's just a picture of something. It's him at a teppanyaki restaurant. And there are a bunch of animals sitting around the... (laughs) Just doing teppanyaki for the animals. Yeah, he's just doing teppanyaki (laughs) at the animal restaurant. I love it. That's more like Raccoon can't decide what he wants to do for a living. And he thinks he's going to be an astronaut and then gives up and becomes a chef. Yeah. Oh, because he makes lunch for all of his friends as a thank you for helping. For the lunch party. Because he's collected all this food at the beginning. So he makes lunch for everybody. And they're like, this is really good. And so he decides to open a restaurant. He made friends and he learned about himself. He's adulting better than I do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So his whole thing is he wants to be known, right? Mm. He wants to be known. This is where you have the final animal show up. Because uh, I heard that there's really good food here. Oh, yeah. What's the final animal? Well, the octopus, obviously. It's something that's always hungry. Yeah, what's always hungry? Caterpillars? Oh, caterpillar. I think a caterpillar would be good. Or is it like a bunch of something? Like a bunch of caterpillars or a a swarm of locusts? (laughs) A swarm of locusts come. (laughs) 
Just a bunch of ravenous, ravenous rhinos. <laughs> Excellent reference. <laughs> I love the idea. It's like, these are all like typical North American creatures. And then a hippopotamus shows up at the end. Yes. Like, what? <laughs> it's a capybara. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking earlier, how do we get a capybara in there? Is there friends with everyone? <laughs> I would say the capybara would be the wise one. He's just there steaming in his little pool with his <laughs> mandarin orange on his head. <laughs> That's like the best thing on the internet. So it's not that Reckon wants to be famous. He wants to be known for something. Yeah. Or he wants something named after him, right? Ooh. There's the constellation that's named after the bear. There's the star that's named after the dog, but there's nothing that's named after him. I like so it. He's going he's, he's to go claim the moon. I think we have it. I think we do too. I think it's a good one. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. Was it fire or were you put out by it? Duh. I always try not to groan and it always just comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know by leaving a comment on our website, reaching out on social media or sending us an email. Links to all of those can be found at almostplausible.com. We hope you enjoyed the show. Emily Shep and I will get together again on the next episode of Almost Plausible. <laughs>